Somebody named Jackson. Could have sworn he was in the XFL, you know. Somebody named Jackson. He's not in the XFL. He's in the NFL. <laughs> you sure? Somebody anymore. Jackson. I Aaron Tiens. Is he in like a, um, what's the name, the practice squad or something? You know what? I don't know, but I knew that he was playing tight end for the Eagles last year. So he was a quarterback slash placeholder. Ty Tyree Tyree. I knew Jackson. it was something with a T. I said Tavares. Tyree, Tyree it's not Jackson. even close. That's very close. I mean, he's not going to be in the league in a couple of years, you know. You're not going to be in the league in a couple of years, you hater. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know why I'm a hater for. I'm just telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Sure. Facts. You know, like you do facts. He is um, not on the Eagles. You are correct. He's not, right? He's not on the Eagles. No. He's a free agent. Right? So he's is he in the league? He's not currently on, on a team. No, he's not currently on a team. No. Yeah, he's so he's not in the league. So he, you know, he's no, he's on the pup list. <laughs> he was placed he's on the pup that's list how, and then placed on the placed on the reserve list in August August twenty third. So he's, he's driving. He got hurt. Lift. No, he got hurt. He got hurt. He's a lift driver. <laughs> he's no, driving. he's. And <laughs> <laughs> so this is why. This is why we don't have any guests that played in the league because y'all be talking spicy about people for no reason. Uh, I look. If we can't get Tyree Jackson, then uh, we can't get anybody. Okay, I'm sorry, uh, it's just not happening. We keep trying to get Kristoff mm -hmm. Pazinkis, but you know he he keeps on having schedule conflicts. So you know, right, Kristoff, he's Four, he's five, on. He, he keeps trying to get on. We don't we don't show. even want him anymore. He's trash. We don't want him. Pazinkis, KP is trash. We don't want. Yeah, him. we, we yeah, trying to get him on, on the show all the time last Whenever year. Whenever we talk about <laughs> basketball, and and Malik always going on uh, Kristaps Porzingis. I just thank him for his draft picks that he gave the Knicks. He gave us like two draft picks. Three. He didn't, he didn't give a shit. Cuban did. Hey, hey, hey. Without him, he facilitated that by being, you know, just good enough, just passable enough to be like, I think he could work here in Texas. He was, he was no. just a body. He was a body that got moved. That's all. And listen, he's one he of those was... bigs. He's, listen, he's, a, he's, the, he's, the, he's one of these guys that they thought was going to be nice. It didn't work out, so they moved him. He was white and he was foreign. That was enough for oh. Cuban. That was enough for Mark Cuban to go. That's my guy. That's terrible. That's messed up. That. It's not like he owns the Utah Bing. Jazz. You know what I'm saying? But what? It's not like he owns the Utah Jazz. No, but he owns the Mavericks, and he has a right. He, he has a track record for going after white foreigners. Oh, Lord. he does have a track record. And Andy Dalton, just Andy Dalton's in this game right here. Here we go. Touchdown, Cardinals. Next they're gonna week catch, they're going to catch him. Pick six. Next week, Ravens and the Bucks. That's a decent, decent game. Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. We have a special guest here with us this week. We got Ace, Ant, Malik, and LaVon. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You know, for a special guest, that was a horrible intro. I'm just saying. Yeah, Ace doesn't know how to no. do intros. He keeps just doing sleepy or, or... I wasn't a bad a, He just had his our, name. He's our NFL insider. Oh, He's covering the league <laughs> for 17 years. Intercepted. Originally from the state of New York. He's been living in Georgia for the past 10. Now he is yes. a Hawks fan, I believe. But uh, No, no, no. No, we do not cheer for the Hawks. Who is that that just threw that pick? Andy Dalton. The Red Rifle oh. himself. Oh. And they missed the kick. 
I'm so surprised he's still in the league. I must be on a hell of a delay. They already kicked it. Okay, so Tyree Jackson's gonna play probably ten. Who? He's coming back. He's gonna get that ring. He's still, well, you heard what I said. Talking about Tyree Jackson. Uh, Tyree Jackson. Who? Buffalo. Buffalo legend. Let it go. Hey, hey, how many players from your college are playing in the NFL? At least I don't try to promote them because huh? I know it's none. Zero. Because <laughs> a million times zero is still zero, folks. You got Khalil Mack. Be happy with that. We have a few. It's not just Khalil Mack, my man. I can't think. Who else? There's don't say Tyree else. Jack. No, there's nobody else who's as famous as him, but there's a Stephen Means, a few of the dudes in the league, a couple of offensive mm. linemen, a couple of de- defensive linemen who just got drafted. Don't be out here, hey. You got a punter. Gotta catch that you got a punter man. drafted too. You know, he's happy gotta about catch punter. that young man. Hit you in the hands. Punter. That's why your favorite team is Boise State. That's why they're down bad. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Anyway. I kind of sworn that I was like leading everybody in these picks last from last week. You had a good one week. last week. You had one last weekend. So, so I'm like taking the taking the lead. I'm I'm like the greatest now. You know. Thank you. Right <laughs> one game. Mm-hmm. Sure you are. Oh, he's got wow. the Jets background. Look at this guy. Yeah, see, the folks at home doesn't know about this, but I got the one Jets drive, and I got my man Sauce, who might be you know rookie of the defensive rookie. You know, the guy from the Saints actually has more interceptions. He's a rookie too. Yeah, but nobody's Tariq, talking about him. Tariq, one, I'm talking about him. He's got three <laughs> picks. He's actually has three picks on the season. So, but, and the this thing is, is on the podcast this week. But the thing is, that just, sauce is still better. Well, he plays in the Mecca, so he's getting the most pub. But Tariq, I think it's Tariq Woolen is his name. Wait, he's got three interceptions. The Jets moved their stadium to New York finally? Here we go with this. Here we go again. I'm just <laughs> asking this. a question. I'm just asking so, on behalf of the New York fans. The, hey, the of our podcast seems to think that every team plays where their name states, and that is not the case. They usually at all. play. They every other team plays in the same state. They don't play the, in the same city. New Orleans Saints don't city, play in though. Mississippi, do they? But I think the San Francisco 49ers is this game play in being Santa played, Clara. But it's being played in the state of California. I know right? the they Atlanta don't Braves don't. They don't go play to Oregon and play, do they? The Atlanta Braves are playing the city of Atlanta either. But they're still in Georgia, right? They didn't go if to South I ever Carolina. Find out that Detroit the Pistons Chicago don't play, don't play Bears in Detroit either. do not play in the city of Chicago. You are toast. Well, they won't. Their new <laughs> stadium won't be. Their new stadium won't be in Chicago. Oh, he's It'll toast. Be in Canada. Yeah, he's no, toast. It's, still, it's still in the state of Illinois. They're not moving oh, to Iowa. So they should be the Illinois Bears. The they're not moving. Bears. They're not moving to Iowa. <laughs> Illinois Bears. That sounds really good. Illinois oh, teddy bears man. with a ball wrapped around it because they saw oh, the that's why they just got a that's why they just got to share a stadium. Hey the, gi- the Giants could move to in- Nova Scotia and I'll still be a Giants fan. It'd be the Nova <laughs> Scotia G Men and I will still root for the Giants. Okay. No, they'll still be called the New York Giants somehow, somewhere. I don't know how that'll work, but league will figure it out. They're like, listen, we gotta They're have a Super Bowl in New York in Nova Scotia. A lot of cachet in that in that name, New York. I know. Just ask Sauce Gardner. This is what it is. (laughs) First up, we got Green Bay at Washington. Washington is favored by four and a half points. The over-under is 41 and a half. LeVon, I'm going to let you go first. Green Bay, Green Bay's favorite is. That's what I said. Oh, Green Bay's favorite. Washington is favorite. Yeah, that's what made me. I was like, Washington is favorite. Yeah. So no, I want I would would prefer if someone else go first so I can see how exactly you guys. No. No. No, right into the fire. (laughs) This is how we do here in Harlem. Let's go. Uh, none, of us, none of us are actually in Harlem right now. <laughs> I'm as close as we're gonna get. God damn. 
Get ready, go. Oh, man. That means San Antonio Hall. <laughs> Another pick six. <laughs> you sure that's not? What? Wow, Andy Dalton's Hall is Hall. serious. He's delay. now leading. He's now leading the league in pick sixes. No, right. so they, can't, they can't even replace no, him. He, he had one. He just threw two in this one game, so now he has three. They can't even replace him as quarterback. There's nobody to back him up. What is wrong uh, with uh, my... Taysom Hill can come in. All right, Lahan, are you actually going to uh, make a pick? I'll make a pick, or should I, like, give my reason behind it? Both. Okay. So, obviously, I, I take Green Bay in this game. Washington has one win on the season. Uh, Carson Wentz is hurt. If I'm not mistaken, right? Is he even playing in this game? He's not playing. So Carson Wentz isn't playing in this game. Uh, that team is not very good. Green Bay is, if there is a such thing as a must win this early in the year, this is it. And I have a hard time believing that they'll fall to the Redskins and the Redskins are trotting out uh, Taylor, Taylor Heineke, pass me a Heineke. So it's the Washington like Commanders, you're racist. Did I say Redskins? You said it like three times. <laughs> I'm just showing, I'm showing my age. They'll always be the Redskins, Skins, Chiefs, no, Indians. No, don't Listen. worry, they'll be the they they'll be the, only, the football team to me. Welcome War to 1970. Eagle. Welcome to 1978, folks. War Eagle. I mean, come on, let's let's get it together. Braves. What else we got? Blackhawks. Come on. But no, the Packers. That's that's all I got. All right. Um, I'm going to go next. I'm going to apologize to our listeners. <laughs> um, I'm going to be taking Washington Commanders or the Commies as they're gotten known. Um, I'm taking them because wow, that Green, Bay's even offense worse. Is, Green Bay's <laughs> offense is terrible. That's not even worse. <laughs> it's a home game, but Green Bay fans are not going to go to Washington, D.C. and give that money to uh, that owner that everybody kind of hates who's going to get fired pretty soon. But um, I just think Aaron Rodgers hates his receivers, and Washington's pass coverage is not actually that that bad. Four and a half points isn't enough. So I think they win this game by a field goal. I don't think they blow them out. The fact that Washington beat, could beat Chicago shows me that they can hang with Green Bay and they're at home. So I'm going to give uh, Washington the nod here. Go ahead, Malik. And I'm going to take the under. Okay. So both Green Bay and Washington are two and four against the spread this season, and the Packers have lost – Three straight games when favored by more than a touchdown. Um, <clears throat> the number at five and a half, four and a half now is actually tempting because the commanders are not as good as either of the teams that they've lost to because they, they lost to the Patriots, Giants, and Jets. And as LaVon mentioned, Washington is turning to Taylor Heineke, um, filling in for Carson Wentz. And he's aggressive, but he makes mistakes. So the Packers have given up the six most rushing yards in the league. And the commanders actually look to have a running game with uh, uh, rookie Brian Robinson playing now. If the Packers still can't run the football, um, I expect Washington to keep this within the number and Green Bay to continue struggling to generate points to put team enough points to put teams away. I'm going to agree with you, Ace, and go with Washington and the over. All right. Go ahead, Ant. Oh, wow. I can't believe this. Are we all going to – well, LeVon went the other way with Green Bay. I'm going to have to pick Washington as well, but I'm picking Washington in the under, I think, Taylor Hi- – I'm- I'm going to go with Taylor Heineken, the Heineken um, beer, and that's the best way to go with it because, you know, Green Bay basically has Aaron Rodgers and a bunch of wide receivers that he's literally said in the press conference they need to um, actually make things simpler. Coach comes in, he's talking about, I don't know what the F he's talking about. <laughs> Once they figure that out, then let me know on this. Right now, Green Bay's in a funk right now. I want to take Washington, even though, you know, I don't even want to pick either one of these games, but give me the, give me the football team in the under. 
I mean, granted, I don't trust Washington one bit, and wouldn't be surprised if they got blown if they got the brakes blown off. In the oh, I hope game, so. Especially, especially you know, with this whole situation with Dan Snyder and just pretty much you know the dark cloud hanging over the stadium. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm only picking them because Green Bay has shown absolutely nothing, and I want to see Aaron Rodgers continue to, you know, look bad and sulk on the sulk on the sidelines. Can I, and like, can I say something? Get a win. Yes, you can. Yeah. Um, I think you guys are really overestimating the commanders. Is that better? Commanders? Yes, that's perfect. As the, you can say the football the, team. Football as the resident, as the resident NFC Easter Easterner here. That's going to be the worst team in football. They are positioning positioning themselves for probably the number one pick in the draft this year. I well, mean, they're, 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 they're that bad. Yeah, they're they're that no, bad. no, no, nobody's saying that they're not good. That they're that they're are they worse than bad. Houston? Um, yes, Houston is at least organized. I don't know if Rivera believes in the quarterback or not. And the quarterback, he we don't know if he believes in it or not, is now hurt. And the only, I mean, their best player on defense is Chase Young, and he hasn't played one snap. Has he played a snap? No, he no. hasn't. No, he hasn't played a snap. I mean, they only got the one dub. Um, they're in the they're toughest two. division in football right now. And they're if you two. think that they're going to beat the Packers after the Packers have just been embarrassed two weeks in a row, that's that's going to be the upset of the week. I just don't see. I don't see Aaron Rodgers. He'll he'll throw to the coach if he has to, to uh, to win that game. I just don't see them losing to the Redskins, and, and the whole season of wash is a wash if they do. So. I just don't see it. Next up, we got Cleveland at Baltimore. Um, Cleveland is getting six and a half points at Baltimore. This is a divisional game, which Baltimore is actually still leading the division because they've won their one divisional game, even though they're three and three. I'm going to take Baltimore here. This could be my first lock of the week. The over-under is 46 and a half. I'm going to take the under. I think it's going to fall just under that, somewhere around like 44, 45 points. I'm expecting Baltimore to beat the brakes off them. I'm going to say... 24 to 10, 24, 14, somewhere around there. Maybe not even that close. Could be 24, 3. Um, I don't have much faith in Jacoby Brissett after them blowing that game last week. And Malik, go ahead. The Ravens are 2, 3, and 1 against the spread. And both of their wins have actually come on the road. They've actually not won a game yet at not won a game yet at home uh, and not covered a game yet at home. Um, last week, uh, the last week's game against the Giants aside, the Ravens have been vulnerable to backdoor covers. Um, they've been unable to hold down opponents when they start to air the ball out. The good thing is Cleveland lacks the outside receiving talent to force Baltimore's hand in that regard. <laughs> and they're coming off getting punked by the Patriots. So that speaks actually, but but to me, that speaks actually more to Belichick and New England just knowing how to handle one-dimensional teams more effectively than anybody else. Um, so I expect uh, Chubb to get his numbers. And Baltimore to win a close game. I don't like the six and a half. I don't like giving. I don't like giving the points. I mean, I like I like those points there. I uh, just I think Cleveland should be able to keep it, keep it close in the number. The one interesting thing I will say is is it uh, Baltimore did sign Deshaun Jackson uh, this week um, to their roster. I don't know if he's going to play today or play this weekend. Um, he might just be you know testing things out before he actually gets out on the field. But um, if he does play, he adds obviously a vertical threat potentially uh, adds a vertical threat to the offense that they don't that they don't seem to have there. Um I'm going to take Cleveland in the over uh for the cover here, but um if if this was a week or two weeks later with Deshaun Jackson on the field, I'd be picking I'd be picking Baltimore uh in that six and a half. I don't think Cleveland wins the game, but I think they keep it close. All right. And who do you got? Well, Deshaun Jackson might be on the pup list by halftime 
by that game. But I'm going with Baltimore and taking Baltimore and the over in this one. I think both teams are going to quite have a really good game, especially since they're both divisional rivals and stuff like that. But I can see Baltimore running up the score on this. And but with the over and under being 46 and a half, I can see both teams combining together to make a little bit over that. But I have Baltimore winning this game. So I'm taking Baltimore and over. All right. Well, hold on. Who you got? I think this is an intriguing matchup. Most division games are, and they're hard to 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 predict because division opponents know each other very well. I don't think Deshaun Jackson will be a factor. He hasn't been with the team long enough. If he plays, it'll be sparingly. He won't um, he won't have much as much of an effect. Uh, Baltimore did a lot of three tight end stuff. Ran the ball really well against us. I think they'll do more of the same. They don't have much on the outside. Uh, Duvernay. I don't know if Bateman is going to play. Does anyone know if Bateman is is cleared? Is he's he? Like, he he he's did limited two, these two days, so it, he he did? On Thursday. If he practices on Friday, I would expect him to play. That's true. So if Bateman plays, I would lean more towards Baltimore. I do agree with what Malik said. Belichick is a master of scheming up things, especially against teams that don't that are one dimensional. I don't have the same confidence in John Harbaugh. Uh, both teams coming off a loss. I mean, you could go either way in this one, but I think I'll take the sure thing and go with Lamar in that running game and his ability to uh, at least stretch the field with the, the three tight end set and uh, running backs of Drake and the other kid. I can't think of who's – oh, and Dobbins. So I go with the Ravens, and I think the game is close. I think the Ravens win by less than six. All right. If the Ravens win by less than six, then they're not going to cover. So you're taking Cleveland, what you're saying, really. I mean, I'm taking the Ravens to win, but as far as – Cleveland's going to cover. I got it. Yeah, Cleveland's going to cover. All right. Next up, we got Tampa Bay at Carolina. Carolina is the biggest underdog this week. And home dogs on the whole season have won 59% of the time, or 59% of the time they have covered the spread. Carolina is getting 11 points. Last week, they got 10, and I took them. And guess what? I'm taking them again because uh, 11 points is a lot, and Tampa Bay's offense has been pretty bad. Tampa Bay should be able to kill them. But I think the team actually had a little bit of growth last week out in L.A., and Tampa's defense and pass rush isn't as good as L.A.'s. I'm going to take Carolina at home and give me those 11 points. I think they only lose by a touchdown. Tampa's definitely hmm. going to win. But this what is a is huge, that? huge favorite. But I'm taking Carolina. Go ahead, Ant. Um, both teams got a lot of drama. You got Carolina losing a coach. Basically, Robert, Robbie Anderson got traded one day right after he started getting his, uh, his coach's faces. They didn't lose him. He got fired. They didn't know exactly where he is. His ass is at home. <laughs> I was trying to be nice about it. But anyway, Tampa Bay, you know, you got their problems over there. Brady yelling at his, his whole bench, even though, you know, he didn't show up for practice because he was too busy at um his, his former boss's wedding for some strange reason. But, yet, you know, he decided to go over there instead of being with his team. And he still got his little marriage problems in the background. But anyway, Brady's going to take it out on Carolina on this one, in my opinion. I think he's going to sm- they're going to smoke the crap out of them. It's, right now, the over and under shows has 40 and a half. I can see them even scoring quite with Tampa going even more on this and scoring even more on this. So give me Tampa Bay in the over until they so- – so Carolina actually settles things down. I'm not picking them for nothing. All right. LaFon, who do you got? Um, I agree with Ant. 
I think Tampa rolls in this game. Carolina is firing one player or coach each week now. First Matt Rule, then Robbie Anderson. They're averaging more terminations than they are positive plays. I don't know. It's it's, it's embarrassing. They're going to rival the commanders for the worst team in football this year. Um, too much turmoil over there. They're talking about trading away the entire team. You know, new new head coach. The only turmoil with Tampa Bay is the fact that they just they got on the they got on the field stuff they're trying to straighten out. Brady's pissed. Uh that's that's not even gonna be close. I'm gonna keep it short. Tampa Bay and uh it's not even close. All right, Malik. Yeah, um I Ace, I don't know. They were uh, Carolina was a ten point dog last week, they lost by fourteen. Um, so I, I, I should feel good about getting these 11 points. I mean, that's fine. Um, look, the, uh, Carolina is the perfect get right opponent. Um, they, they, this is, this is the opponent you, you get, you get right on. This is, uh, you know, this is the type of, this type of game that, you know, Tom Brady, you know, even happy Tom Brady, you know, cooks these dudes. And this is angry Tom Brady. You wouldn't like Tom Brady when he's angry. Um, Carolina's near the bottom of the league in team offense and team defense, and they're down to their third string, their third string quarterback because Darnold's hurt and Baker Mayfield is still hurt. So uh Tampa Bay, but Ace, you're right. PJ Walker, man. Ace, Ace, I will say you're right about one thing. Tampa Bay does not deserve the benefit of the doubt with how they played last week against Pittsburgh. But Bob Kraft is not getting married again this week. So Brady should show up for work. <laughs> Give me Tampa Bay and the under. Listen, man, missing a walkthrough is not why they lost to the Pittsburgh. The fact that the no. defense couldn't stop the power that is Mitchell Trubisky. He didn't miss, he didn't why they miss the walkthrough. He missed, he missed the walkthrough. He missed the team meeting. He missed, he missed the he's school. Played, he missed he's the bus. 45 years old, man. He's been in the league literally since 1997. That's show not up why to work. Lost. No, it doesn't matter. That you, does, still, you still get paid yeah, by the team. Show show up to work. He was there on Sunday, right? Show he was there up. on that Sunday. Play. No. That doesn't no, play no. well. He was there on Sunday. Show up to work. Everybody else got to show up. You got to show up, too. There's there's Look, Jordan hey, guess, rules guess, and there's Brady rules. Ace, guess guess who wasn't at guess who wasn't at uh at Bob Kraft's wedding? Who? Bill Belichick and the entire effing Patriots, all of them. Not maybe one they Patriot, weren't invited. Not maybe those guys didn't win him any rings. No, no, no. So you they know why? Because they had a job to do. They had to go out and go go beat the brakes off of Cleveland, which is what they yeah. did. Tom Brady decided he he was he was going to go to the wedding, and he got his ass beat by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'm saying like I'm saying that that I'm game was close though. When the blow. No, it wasn't a blow, but he shouldn't. Have, they were they were like eight point eight point favorites in on the road. So well, that's still on the road, and that's still Mike Tomlin. And I, I mean, still took Pittsburgh in that one, and I got that. That's one, still right. Mike Tomlin. I respect on Mike Tomlin's name. He was he's going to have Pittsburgh ready to play every Steve week. Steve Wilkes is a good coach, right? And, ta- and, coach and Tom Arizona. Brady didn't have Steve Wilkes was play. a good coach. He'd still have a head coaching job. And Tom Brady did the head coach Tom of the Brady didn't have his team ready to play. That's the interim coaching job. I said head coaching job. All right. I don't dislike Steve Wilkes. But I if love he's all a good this talk. It's great. Then, then Joe Judge is a good coach too. You must have liked Steve Wilkes because you know he was the guy who quite was there before. What's the name in Arizona? That is there yeah, right you can't Steve Arizona Wilkes or Josh Rosen, Anthony. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and I ain't seen nothing about Rosen. I just say that it's like Steve Wilkes. Did you but, go to UCLA? Did you go to UCLA? <laughs> no, but oh, here's a side note. Yeah, Sam Donald, Sam Donald actually returned to practice. Who's Sam, the backup quarterback? Sam Donald will be the backup quarterback because he's coming. He's he's coming back from practice. You know, his, from his ankle injury, so he'll be there just in case PJ Walker kind of falters. I can see Next. Sam Donald coming in the second half. 
Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to let LeVon go first on this one. At Cincinnati is expected to win by more than six and a half points. They're six and a half point favorites. And the total score should be around 47 and a half points. That's the over under. LeVon, who do you got? That is a, that is a tough game. It's not an interesting game, but it's a tough one. Uh, one team is overachieving. The other is underachieving. At least what everyone thought Cincinnati would be after making it to the Super Bowl, coming into the season. They have underachieved. Um, the Falcons are playing well. They've lost a couple of close games. Mariota is not making a lot of mistakes. He's moving with his legs. That is a tough game to call. But being that the Falcons are on the road, I'll take the home team. And I think it's close. Uh, I don't remember what you said, but I think it'll be close game. Um, not high score. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a low scoring game. And I say the Falcons lose by less than three points. How's that possible? They're going to lose by a safety. You can still lose by. I mean, I don't know the outcome of the game, but teams lose by less than three all the time. I got you. All right, folks. He's taking twenty-one, twenty-four. Well, that's three points. Or 24, 19, 21. There you go. All right. 19, 21. Field goal, field goal, touchdown, field goal, something like that. You do the math. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, Malik, your hometown uh, Atlanta Falcons. Let's go. <laughs> I love how you made, you made LeVon and then me go because we live down here. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the Bengals seem to have figured things out a little bit. Um, they've scored 27, 27, and 30 points in their wins. Burrow and Chase lit up the Bayou like they were back at LSU. And Joe Mixon has, has had his best two games stretch of the season, uh, even though he's in, in the midst of his worst season as a pro. Um, the Falcons have not topped the 30-point 30, 30 mark yet this year, but they've actually proven themselves to be more than capable. They have the eighth-ranked offense uh, in the league, and Marcus Mariota is playing the best football of his, of his young career. Uh, he may hold off Desmond Ritter for the entire year and make Anthony eat those words about Desmond Ritter starting starting uh, by halftime of like week four. Um, <laughs> Atlanta has been too good at scoring points and to be given a cushion this big, even on the road against a tough team like Cincy. So I'm taking Atlanta in the over. All right. I'm going to go right quick before Ant. Um, this is one of the few teams that have actually beat the New York Jets. And the Miami Dolphins, both this year. Um, they lost by three at the Cowboys, the Bengals. But even with all that being said, I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons because they have literally been in every single game they've played. Um, the biggest loss they had was at Tampa Bay by, it was, they lost 21-15. They have covered every single league. And they went and beat San Francisco when they were supposed to lose, and they beat them by 14. I think this team has it together. I think Drake London is the real deal. I think Kyle Pitts is good. And the fact that Mariota, Mariota had some starting experience before and is actually a decent quarterback, they may have a bit of a problem with the quarterback controversy. Um, because if he can actually get this team to a winning record, which no one expected this year, and just by simply going 9-8, and eight, which I think is actually possible with the NFC South because they still have a lot of easy games on their schedule. They still get to play Carolina, I think, twice, who they haven't even played yet. It's very possible that the Atlanta Falcons are going to sneak into the playoffs as the seventh seed in the in the, uh, in the NFC. So for that reason, this is my second lock of the week. 
Lock in the Atlanta Falcons for me. Go ahead, Ant. Yeah, I, I actually don't want to pick the uh, between this game. The only reason why is because I, ever since I started getting on Atlanta, Atlanta started winning. They started winning games and stuff like that, doing anything. And I feel kind of, I feel kind of bad getting on there. And then I got on Cincinnati. Then I saw all of a sudden I saw seeing the the pregame to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow came in with his LSU um jersey on, must have lighted up some cigars in the locker room. Came out flinging it on fire. Uh, it's 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 really hard to pick on this game, but I'm looking at that um over and over. Uh, over and under at 47 and a half. I can see both teams actually scoring as much just because. And Atlanta actually, one thing you, nobody mentioned, Atlanta actually got the, quite, the top rookie as far as for, for receptions right actually right now. And um, what's the name? But Great like one. I said, it's hard to pick. But I'm going to go with the favorite on this one. Give me Cincinnati and give me the over in this one. Since they're All the right. home team. All right. All right. So you're going to take Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. All right. I like these road dogs. I don't know why, especially when they're getting close to about a touchdown. I think that's just enough. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'm going to go real quick on this one. I'm going to shoot it to you next, Texas. I think the Detroit Lions are actually going to cover this game. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. There's nothing for me to believe that they should, but Dallas is not coming off a bye week, so they haven't had two weeks to prepare for this team. Um... Dallas still, their quarterback is either coming back from injury or they got to play Cooper Rush again, who is steady but not great. And all I know about the Lions is that they can put up points because the over-under on this is 48. So they expect the Lions to either score 30 points and lose or score 30 points and win. And if the Lions can put up 30 in this game like they have in about five of their other games, they should be able to win. So I'm taking Detroit and give me those seven points. Yeah, Malik. So the biggest storyline of this week, has been Dak's return. Um, he's actually going to start. Um, and, you know, not a minute too soon because he's getting to play the last ranked deep Lions defense, despite the fact that they didn't even, they haven't played in a week. They're still a little ranked. They're still, they still rank last in the NFL in team defense. Amazing. Um, the Lions still haven't won a road game uh, in Dan Campbell's tenure. And they hope to get back at least one, if not both of their, uh, their weapons, DeAndre Smith and Amara St. Brown. Campbell noted that they shook things up in practice to get more competitive as a group means nothing to me, um, but this is a pretty big number to cover uh, for the Cowboys against the Lions team that's shown the ability to put up points in bunches when healthy and when, when healthy and when not having to play the Patriots. So uh, I'm going to take Detroit in the over uh, as well to cover the seven. Um, I think this game just stays close, stays close enough for Dallas to um, potentially win, win a close one or, um, or Detroit to eke one out. I don't think Dallas is very good personally. I think that they're, you know, they've they've gotten by on a on a, on a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, but Dak is better than Cooper Rush, so at, at the very least, he should be able to shepherd a better offensive output, uh, especially against the Lions. Um, but I'm going to take Detroit and the over to cover the seven. I like the seven here. All right, um, Levon, there you go. Who do you got? I couldn't stop laughing as Malik was. Uh... <laughs> Talking about his Detroit, his Detroit Lions and the obvious pain and distress in his voice and attention. Oh, this, uh, is, me. this is me with them I'm, every week. Even I'm glad I was on mute because I could. I was just chuckling my 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 tail off over here. This is a cliche, cliche, classic trap game. You got a really bad team, uh, worst defense in the league, coming off a of bye week. You got a team that just played probably the biggest game of the year, four and one, five and zero against the Eagles and lost. They're thinking they're going to roll against a doormat. And I can see the Lions coming off the bye, getting a much uh, needed 
an overdue win. And as a uh, Giants fan, that's probably me uh, hoping that that's the case because I'd love to see all of my division rivals lose. <clears throat> but I think Detroit, um, I do think the Lions are due. I think Dak coming back, he'll be rusty. Um, he'll try to do too much like he always does. And that'll open the window. Detroit will have opportunities to win this game. Dak will be rusty. I disagree. I don't think the Cowboys are overrated. I think they have one of the better defenses in the league. I think Michael Parsons is the MVP this year. That is my personal opinion. Um, but I'm still not going to pick the Lions. But all that being said, I, I know better. The Cowboys will win this game. But it will be close because all games in the league are close. This will be a close game, a low-scoring game, even though uh, Prescott's coming back and the Lions are known for their offense Low-scoring game, I think it'll be uh, a touchdown between the two, um, and that's it. All right. And did you go yet? Not yet. Go ahead, Texas. <laughs> anyway, um, this is this. Is, I don't know if I'm going to sound controversial with saying this or whatever, but Dak, Dak reminds me – I bet you in Dak's mind, he sees himself as like in the Tony Romo position – and he see Cooper Rush basically in his position. <laughs> he doesn't want to lose his job, so he's gonna come back and he's gonna let light it up because he's he's got to hold off Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is cheaper than him. Cooper, you know, Cooper Rush is quick can actually run his team. He was winning games somewhat, but you know, it's basically the same situation. He doesn't want to end up like Tony Romo right now. He wants to you know play his play the game, stay stay in the league, you know, do his thing, whatever. I really think that he's just going to go on fire on this game just to just to just to quite prove himself. And I believe what Malik says; they are overrated. But this 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 week they they're gonna actually they're actually gonna come together and look really good, and everybody's gonna be you know on their bandwagon going to see um what's the name Skip Bayless going crazy or whatever on Monday or whatever. Mm. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Dallas on this one because I think they're gonna actually win this, and I think they're gonna take they're gonna quite it's gonna be a high scoring game. So I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to take the over. Then after the final week, they're going to go back to normal. I think they're going to be partying in Wayne County when the Detroit Lions come back with a dub. I hope so. I hope Detroit comes back with a dub. No. I'm going to root for Dallas, the Lions, but I, I play, even though Malik doesn't want nobody to root for the Lions, he just want to be quiet about it, you know, just let them, let them ride or whatever. I'm rooting for the Lions on the side. But well, this game ain't going to Hey, this is my second lock of the week. So this is my second lock of the week. This is going to be my first lock of the week because I think they actually going to. I think Dallas going to. Excuse me. I think Dallas is going to go crazy on this game just just because Dak's coming back and he has to boost his team up so he can keep his job. All right, I hear you. Next up, we got. Next up, we got that's Ant's first lock of the week. Next up, we got the New York Football Giants at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh you don't want to call them the Jersey let, Giants? Like, no, I always call them the New York. I always call them the New York Giants. I call yeah, them the yeah. Jersey Jets because the Jets. No, don't no, 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 no. Whenever you have a winning record, no, I call no, you no, whatever no. moniker you want to go by. If you want to say you're from New York, you're from New York. If you're winning, you're from New York. If you're losing, you're the New Jersey Jets. So yeah, Jersey okay. Giants. Oh man, I thought you were just doing the road. Lebron's here. That's why. No, know, no, you... I'm gonna let Lebron go and <laughs> you, talk you about put, his you team. You would have put a verbal foot up your behind. The Giants are getting three points to Jacksonville, and the over under is 42 and a half. Go ahead, Lebron. Uh, it's hard for me not to be biased um, with this football team, so Shot. I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep this really. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and it's hard for me to be to be uh, not to be biased. 
unlike Malik, who tries to pretend like he doesn't like, want the Lions to win and destroy Dallas. I'm not going to hide my affection <laughs> for my team. Um, we should roll in Jacksonville. We should roll talent-wise. We're a better football team than they are. Uh, but this is cliche, cliche. Classic trap game on the road. Not a good team historically or even as the record shows. Even though I think we're a dog in this going on the road and we've never won in Jacksonville, uh, I think we should roll. And I think it's going to be uh, Daniel Jones' coming out party because Saquon's shoulder is gimp and he needs he needs the rest, but they're not going to give it to him. He'll play, but I think Daniel will throw the ball the most he's thrown it all year. And I think the Giants will win this game going away by two scores. Two scores. Are you serious? The yeah. Giants are going to win this game by 14 points. They're going to win this game by 14 points. All right, I'm, I'm going to go next real quick. Jacksonville's going <laughs> to win this game. Um, LeVon's out of his mind. The Giants might win, but they're not winning by 14 points. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the best QB in this game. He's at home. He's been playing better in the past two weeks. Actually, last week, I should say. Um, they have a real coach, Doug Peterson. The Giants' defensive line presents a lot of problems, but the fact that he can run, if they can move the pocket, they should be okay. Um, they have they don't have a better running back, but they actually do have better receivers and a better quarterback, so that bodes well for them. So I'm going to take Jacksonville, and I'm going to lay those three points. Go ahead, Malik. There is literally no reason for Jacksonville to be favored in this game. Period. There's no reason. There's no reason. There's, they've shown nothing to show to show why they should be favored in this game. Even at home, I don't care about history. The Giants haven't won there before. I don't care. Giants are the better team, and they're riding a wave of solid play on both sides of the ball, <clears throat> and they're known for not beating themselves. Um, the Jaguars, on the other hand, are known for getting in their own way on a weekly basis, and they've done that for the last three weeks, and they're probably going to figure out how to lose this one outright as well. Um Trevor Lawrence, uh, the, the Giants are actually second in the league in blitz rate, um, which I, I didn't that that was in, that was a very interesting number. And they recorded their first interception of the season uh, last week. Um, Jordan Love's pick of um, Lamar Jackson was the first the Giants had all year, which was actually really uh, a really interesting stat uh, stat to, to see. Um, they're the only team, you know, they were the last team in the league to get a pick. Um, they won't be the last this time. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has already thrown four this season. I think he throws at least one more. I think the Giants pretty much handled business here. I would be surprised if the Giants don't, at the very least, cover the three. Um, you want you want a team that's getting you want a, a team that's sitting at five and one. Although for the life of me, statistically, I still can't figure out how the Giants are five and one. But I've watched every single one of their games, and his first name is Saquon, and his last name is Barkley, and he leads. I've watched every single one of them. I've watching every single one of their games, like. I, I I can see how they win every one of those games, but the stats just don't look. You look at the stats. If you didn't look, if you don't watch their games, and you just looked at this team statistically, it doesn't match. The five and one does not match the statistics. They're just they're not blowing anybody out. They're playing everything close. They're they're coming back when they need to come back. They're just finding points when they have to find points. I think they'll do the same thing against the Jaguars. So I'm taking the Giants and the under on on the cover here. I got off the Giants bandwagon last week. But I'm thinking I'm gonna to have to go back on because coach of the year, um, candidate Brian Dable is still doing his thing, and you know I've been picking against Pert Plus as well. But I've been watching their games as well. Pert Plus is doing his thing as the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But this is definitely going to be a good game. But 
when it comes when things come down to the NFL, it does come down to the coaching. It comes down to talent. But with the Giants, it's definitely coming down to coaching. Coaching is carrying this team for their record right now. I can see them doing it again. This guy knows what he's doing. The Giants actually got a damn good coach right now. And all they need to do is just put the pieces around it. So I'm going to take the Giants and actually give me the over in this one. I can actually see it actually happening. All right. Anthony yeah, taking the over as well. The over is kind of low in this one. I agree with you on that. 42 and a half is kind of low for these two teams. But this make, make this my second lock, too. Oh, all right. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Ugh. I'm going to be taking the Colts on this one. Jonathan Taylor is coming back after a two-week absence. Alec Pierce and the rest of the receivers have actually shown that they can actually score some TDs last week. And Matt Ryan has resurrected uh, his the final two years of his career in Indianapolis. So we'll see. Um, the over-under on this is also 42.5, which is kind of the generic line. Um, I think Indianapolis should just win this game. I have no faith in Tennessee and that they're going to play well. I know that they are technically still 3-2. and two, And Indianapolis is somehow still leading the AFC South. I don't know how that happened, but they are. And I kind of expect them to win that sorry division. So to do that, they're going to need to win this game. So, go Indianapolis. Go ahead, Lahan. Mm. Is, is that true? Can you hear me? Wait a minute. I was checking something. Um, I was checking to see if they were really leading the division three, two, and one versus three and two. Maybe it's because they played more games. It's the tie game. It's the tie. They don't have as many losses. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That, that's because well, they're both. Well, three, they both have two losses, but I guess because the Colts play one more game, I would think that would put Tennessee in. Anyway, um, Tennessee is the most boring team in football. They're not exciting. They play great defense. They run the football. They've been doing it for years. They had the best record in the AFC last year, and they lost to Joe Burr and the Bengals. And, I mean, they shouldn't. They should. They shouldn't. They're just the most boring, fundamentally sound, well-coached team that can't manage to be talked about at all ever because they don't have a flashy quarterback, and that's all anyone cares about in today's NFL. Not about defense or sound coaching, any of that, is if you don't have Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or somebody back there jumping over, hurdling people, they don't take you seriously. I don't believe in Matt Ryan. He's washed. He's washed. He's uh, – <laughs> my daughter just walked in here. Matt Ryan is washed. The Colts are not good. Um, Jonathan Taylor coming back could help them, but when somebody's coming back after an injury, it takes some time for them to reach their, uh, their previous um, peak. And I think Tennessee is going to remind everybody that they are still a fundamentally sound, well-coached football team and roll the Colts and uh, go up to four and two and drop the Colts down the way they should be. I, I don't believe in the Colts at all. I just don't. I think that team, Matt Ryan is washed. Can you do me a favor? Can you name one wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans? Um, one wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. They played us this year. If you give me a second, I can, I can name somebody. Traylon Burks is one, the rookie. Um, okay. he's injured. He is, Man. but I named he's one. Injured. I named he's one. Named you one. did yeah. name one. Okay. So there you go. And they got and they got King Henry back there. And like I said, they believe in run, just like the Giants and the Eagles run first, pass second. And believe it or not, that is proven to work. Even though a lot of people in the NFL 
don't think it does. It right, still Chris, works. I got you. Three yards <laughs> in a cloud of dust. I got you. Girl. Yeah, yeah. So I picked. I got Tennessee, <laughs> but it's it's a pretty close game. Uh, within seven, within seven points. All right, Ant, go ahead. Um, Levon, I think um, Aces Chicago Bears can say you know hold my beer on the boring part. But um, as far as what this game is concerned, give me Tennessee in this. I just like Levon said, I do not like Indianapolis. Uh, they can you know end this season right now, and I don't care. So let's move on. Uh, give me Tennessee and give me the under. Oh, make this my was it third lock? Yeah, third lock. Go ahead, Okay. Um. <clears throat> So this is this is this is these two teams are highly interesting to me because they are the only two what? teams. They are the only two. Let no, no, this is this is this is they are the only two teams in the entire NFL with winning records and a negative point differential. So meaning <laughs> meaning they've scored the Tennessee Titans have scored twenty two points in total less than their opponents and they have a winning record. Mm. The Indianapolis Colts have scored 18 points less than their opponents, and they have a winning record. Mm. Both of these teams are so trash that one of them is just going to trip into points. One so of them is going to just trip into a victory. I, I honestly think this is going to be they're the feeling their way up. This, this can be this can be the first the first uh, the, the Colts can be the first team that I remember in recent history of having two ties in a season. Like I can I can absolutely see this game become being, being a tie, and 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 the Colts being the Colts getting tied. Look, I. I Honestly speaking, if you don't live in Indianapolis or Tennessee, uh, you shouldn't be watching this game. And if you do live in Indianapolis or Tennessee, you should try to watch another game. Just, you just, just try to avoid this game. Just go do just, something else. Buy some, buy some Halloween costumes, or do whatever the hell else you do in Indianapolis. I, I don't know. I, I have no clue what you're gonna do. Go hit but, up the yeah, Halloween you know, store in Indy. Go go watch the Grizzlies if you're in Tennessee. Just go go drive down to Memphis and watch the Grizzlies. <laughs> you know, even if they don't play, just go sit outside yeah. the stadium. Drive Maybe six a, hours across exciting. the state and go watch the Grizz. Yeah, watch watch the Grizzlies practice. <laughs> they're, 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 they're more exciting. They're more exciting than, than King Henry and 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 these Titans. Um, I don't like this number at all for anybody. My personal feeling is uh yeah, just just take the team that's getting the points, and uh, Indianapolis is getting some points here, um, because Tennessee is going to find a way to Tennessee Tennessee will find a way to win this game by one. I think this game ends 13-12. So I'm going to go ahead and say Indianapolis and the under uh, in this game, please. Oh, you'd be surprised this game ends with three, quite three to two. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, good. Did you pick it already? No, I already made my pick. I pick on and you locked this in. You yes. laughing. And meanwhile, you locked Tennessee in. I'd like to point that out to our listeners. Yes, because I want to win it. Uh, sure, you are. I'm the greatest. I'm getting up on this. I'm I'm, I'm beating you down this week. I'm put a, going put a star in it. Well, did you, you did you pick Indy Ace? Yeah, I picked Indianapolis. Okay, okay. He, I took he, Indy. He, he I'm didn't taking the team getting the points. I'm taking the team getting the points. Ace, lock it in. No, no, I'm not locking this in. Lock it in. No, on, man you, up, lock you, it you in. Lock, you lock it in. Man it up and lock it in. I did. I man up and lock it in. Listen, we're moving on to the next game, which is the Houston <laughs> Texans at the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, that's whooping. The Raiders. The Raiders are giving seven points to the worst team in the NFL by record and also by points. Um, Houston cannot get it together, although they seem to have drafted a good running back, Damian Pierce. So if you have him in fantasy, be happy. Because the Raiders have one of the worst run defenses in the league. So he should do something today. That being said, I'm taking the Raiders because uh, both of these teams are trash, but the Raiders still have a better quarterback and they have the best receiver on the field. So 
They should be able to win. And oddly enough, Max Crosby is leading the league in tackles for a loss. So if he can show up and do anything this week and get maybe a couple tackles for a loss because he has 11 on the season in six games, then the Raiders should be able to win this by a touchdown or more and at least push or cover. There you go. And you next. Well, give me the opposite of that because I don't want to pick the same team as you. So give me Houston. And you couldn't sit there in my state. You know, I'm going to quite represent them for this for this um this week. Give me Houston on. Give me the under. I believe they quite Vegas's tight end is not going to be playing this week, and also Hunter Renfro. I can't even pronounce his name. Renfro. Yeah, yeah, he's a little bit injured on here. He didn't practice today, which is Thursday that we're recording this. So I can actually see Houston actually pulling this over. You know, they got a scrappy old um quarterback there. They got a scrappy coach over there that's you know that basically is on a one one and done maybe type of year. But I see them actually pulling this through. But give me Houston in the under. All right, LaVon, go ahead. Thank you for that sage analysis, Anthony. You're welcome. <laughs> I um I kind I agree with I agree with Texas. I actually <laughs> don't think Houston is that bad of a team. I know their record says that they are, and you are what your record says you are. But um I think the commanders are the worst team in football. I think Houston's gonna turn around at some point. They do believe in the quarterback that they have there. He's not he's not bad. They are devoid of some talent. Um, I just think the Raiders are the most disappointing team in football. I don't believe in Josh McDaniel as a head coach. Do we know if um Devontae Adams is, is gonna make the game for his legal troubles? Isn't he Devontae Adams he... has a misdemeanor in Kansas City? He will be at the game. Yeah, Are you sure? Not, and they're not gonna put him on the, the commissioner's no. exempt list? Nothing I like guarantee NFL, he will be there. The NFL says he's not going to the NFL okay. said that they're not going to act on anything until after the legal situation is taken care of. So uh, I see. Well, I think the Raiders are the mis- most disappointing team in the league after all of the preseason hubbub. I don't believe Josh McDaniel is a good football coach from the Belichick tree. I think Houston wins the game in the biggest upset, the big upset of the week. I think they take the Raiders. Well, not even because the Raiders aren't good. But I think Houston, whatever the numbers are to win the game. Houston has a negative point differential, meaning they give up 2.6 more points per game than they score on average. The Raiders is minus one. Go ahead, Malik. Um, <clears throat> Anthony, um, there's a reason that the, the definition of scrappy is is not good. Like that's that's basically it. They call you scrappy because you're just not good. You try really hard. <laughs> you punch up. You punch up a lot, but you don't actually hit anything because you're not very good. Um, like Houston is is not a good team. They're they they play hard. They they play hard. They're scrappy. I mean, my Lions are scrappy. We're really scrappy. It's, it's really, it's, it's a really interesting scrappy team. They fight hard for their coach. You know, that's what that's what people say. You know, every team, every team fights hard for their coach. Every team plays hard to try to win because every team tries to win. They're all getting paid. They're all professionals. They all want to get. They all they all want to win games. But when they're scrappy, they're not good. This team ain't that good, and they're going to be looking for a quarterback next year because Davis Mills is uh, a fourth. He's a fourth round pick. He's just—he's just a guy. He's just a guy, and that's pretty much what the entire Houston Texas team is—a bunch of just guys. Now, look, Der- uh, Derek Carr, David Carr, the Carr family is just not good at quarterback in football. So um, they're—they're—they're they're, they're good at getting selected to 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 quarterback football, but they're not very good at do- actually doing it. Um, and Las Vegas, uh, and then and then they had the nerve. Las Vegas had the nerve to pair up, said Derek Carr 
with Josh McDaniels, who's just not good at coaching football either. So um, when he's not with Bill Belichick. So uh, look, this game is another one I don't want to see. I have no interest in watching. I think Las Vegas wins the game uh, by, by seven being the number. I'm perfectly fine with that. Look, Houston is doing Houston was doing a hype video for Damian Pierce. That shows how good that shows how bad the team is. They did a hype video for their fourth round running back that like nobody wanted this guy. Yeah, there's a reason nobody wanted this guy. There's a reason why <laughs> you got him, Houston. Okay. <laughs> Houston, you have a problem. It's called football. Um mm. Vegas is gonna win this game. Uh they should cover the seven. I don't really care. I actually don't care if I win or lose this game right here. I'm gonna pick Vegas and I'll take the over just because they're at home. <laughs> Um, and I'm gonna and and I'm gonna double down on this. I'm locking them in. My second lock wow. in Las Vegas. <laughs> really that confident in this pick that he cares nothing about. I love it. All right. Nope, nope, nope. We have the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Anthony, you go first with your four or five and one team. Uh the Jets are favored by one point. They started out getting three points in Denver. The over under is the lowest of the week for any game is thirty eight because Denver has no offense. Well, um, two weeks ago, quite, um, I didn't think the Jets was going to win back-to-back, and I was actually picked against them, but then Malik convinced me the other way. But also, quite making it say that I was pick- that you was picking against the, the Jets' ace while you was out you know, on your world tour. So I was like, hell no, I'm not going against that. So I went against the grain. I doubled down. I said, you know what, I'm taking it over. Je- you know, Jets want to win in that. Next, la- next week, then, you know, I was all hyped up on coffee or whatever. If anybody watched, anybody was listening to that, I was like on five or six cups of coffee, seven, nine, ten, ten cups of coffee. I don't know. But anyway, I was hyped on that as well. We went out there, whipped Aaron Rodgers' ass, you know, and, you know, I'm ecstatic this week. You know, being all the Jets fans, we're all excited this week. I'm going to I'm gonna keep riding the train here because Russell Wilson's not going to be here. He, he might not play. If he does play, he's still going to have that little hammy, so you're going to use that as an excuse. They kind of sucked on Monday. you kind of seen that. So I'm just going to go with the Jets. Well, I like that class. And we're just going to All right. The backup quarterback who's expected to start is Brett Rippon, son or cousin. Oh, I think Mark it's son. Mark Rippon. He's the nephew. He's got to be not the cousin. Jesus. He's the nephew. Why not? Why can't he be his cousin? Because Mark Rippon is dead. If he's not dead, wow. then he's very old. <laughs> Mark Rippon is the quarterback's coach. He's the quarterback coach for the Detroit Lions. No, Mark Brunel is the quarterback coach of the Detroit Lions. Mark Rippon is nowhere near that. Close Mark enough. Brunel's cousin. Close enough. No, is that his kid or his nephew or something? His cousin. Levon, Levon, who do you got? <laughs> well, before Levon goes, just let everybody know that was from Whip That Trick. Boom, you know, yeah, what was things. that prop? We couldn't hear any of that. I was oh, like, what is, he, what is he holding up there? Y'all couldn't hear it? Not at all. No, it was it was basically um whoop that trick from hustle and flow. Are we bringing props? I'll bring something next time. I have some pom poms. Like whoop that trick. I um I'm impressed by the Jets. I did not think that they would beat the Packers. Um, much like I don't think the Packers are going to lose this week. Um, I don't know how to pick this game. You expect Denver to be good. They have all these players. They should be good, but every week they just look terrible, which means something beyond what we can see as as fans is wrong with that football team. Something in the coaching staff, the locker room, they've got too much talent on that team to be as bad as they've been uh, when they play football games. So with that being said, I think the Jets, I think the Jets win this Sunday. I think they win and improve to five and two because they're four and two right now, not five and one. 
And um, I don't know what the points are. I have to bone up on that for the next time so I could, you know, one say point. cover. They have to win by more than one point. The Jets. The Jets. The Jets have to win by more than one point. Yes. I think they win by way more than one point. I do. I think Denver is discombobulated. They're ice cold, and the Jets are red hot. I think the Jets roll. I think they win by at least seven. Wow, strong pick. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I had oh. Jets in the over, and I'm taking it as a lock, just to let you know. Not shocked at all. How many locks do we get? I mean, you. How many locks do you have to to use? That's like five. five. Okay, gotcha. Five games out of the but third. Just to let y'all know, I'm a little scared now because Levon picking the Jets. Jets is the favorites. Almost everybody, except for Daniel Jeremiah, is picking the Jets. It's nervous the when people favorite. pick your team. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's very, very nervous. Scary. It's very scary when everybody picks your squad. I know. It doesn't feel um, right. Well, this should make you feel a lot better. Um, Pick up the hate. I am going to be taking the Denver Broncos. You know why I'm taking the The Denver Broncos? Pick up the the hate. The Denver Broncos are the number three defense in the league. Now, as good as the Jets are, they're going to be playing on the road with a team that has very, very good defense. So I'm not here for all of this talk, talking up. uh, What's his name again? Zach? Zach Morris, who's your quarterback? Wilson. Zach Wilson. Of Wilson's leather fame. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on him. I know that it is what it is. Team is better than the Bears, but Zach Zach Wilson is not going to come out here and cook the Denver Broncos defense, who have consecutively held teams to 13, 14, 15. They have 19 sacks on the season. They possess the ball 31. You know, a lot. 31 minutes out of the game. They average 100 yards a game. They're, you know, they can they can lean on the run game, and without Russell Wilson, maybe they'll be able to get this done with a healthy QB. That's my that's what I'm saying. And mm. mile high has effects on people, the altitude, all of that. So very I'm true. Very true. Uh, go ahead, Malik. I told you last week what Russell Wilson's problem was, and his problem is that weed is legal in the state of Colorado. <laughs> Russell Wilson is high, has always been high, and that's pretty much what I'm going with until Russell Wilson shows me. Like every video he's done with the Let's Ride Denver. I mean, he looks high in every <laughs> single pro- pro- promo video he's done for the Broncos since he's been there. So, so until somebody can tell me different, they don't they don't drug test. I don't think they drug test for, for weed anymore in the NFL. He's freaking high. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but he's not playing. Because he's not playing, Denver's going to win, and Denver's going to win. I think Denver's going to either win this game outright and and create a new quarterback controversy in Denver, right. and there'll Excuse be a there'll be a whole conversation yeah. around that that Russell Wilson. Sorry, there'll be a whole conversation <laughs> around the fact that Russell Wilson is making all this money, and we just beat a we just beat a four and two Jets team um, with with our backup quarterback. I can't wait. This is what I want. This is what I want to see. Um, this is what I want to see. I'm not picking Denver to win this game. I'm going to pick the Jets to win this game. I think the Jets the, be- the Jets are the better team, and they should win this game. But I want to see Denver win this game just so I can watch, you know, all of the conversations around why around why Russell Wilson is making so much bank and he's not able to win a damn game for them, um, and the offense can't score. So I'm going to take the Jets to win to to win. Take the Jets to cover. I think the one point is just this is just a silly ass spread. Doesn't make any damn sense for a, a one point spread should just not exist for me. Um, should be, you can't you, you you can't not cover a one point spread. Um, if you you have to either win by one or tie. Like that just makes this like there's two ways that you don't there's two ways that you don't cover a one point spread. You lose, you win by one, or you tie. This makes no. It's just stupid. 
It's a pick um, basically. <laughs> exactly. If you think the Jets are going to win, then the Jets are going to cover. So uh, take the Jets, Take uh, give up the one point. I'm locking them in. Best bet. Best bet number three for me. At least I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> Why? Because me and oh, because I'm I'm taking Denver and yes. the rest of you will. So I'm going to loan dogging on Denver, just like I did on the Giants last week and Pittsburgh last week and all no, the teams. You didn't loan dog on I the Giants. On. I took the Giants too. Oh, that's true. Stop it. That's true. That's it. I take that back. And uh, speaking of that, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are getting two and a half points at home. Over under is 48. I'm taking the Chiefs. The Niners suck. Let's keep it moving. And who you wow. Got? Keep it rolling. Nothing <laughs> to be said. They're <laughs> terrible. They lost to Atlanta. In Atlanta. <laughs> They're going to come back home. They're going to get the breaks beat off by a Kansas City team. Jimmy G is not good. We know he's not good. And he's not going to win this game. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl they lost. Hopefully he doesn't throw another pass with his eyes closed. That's all I got to say. All I remember no Chiefs. before. Lock in the like... Chiefs for me. As a matter of fact, it's my third lock with me. Chiefs are going to beat them. Beat the hell out of the Niners. That's All I remember is the 49ers losing to the Bears and the Bears doing the slipping slide. So, you know, oh, just on that alone, give me the KC and the over in this one. <laughs> There's no Perfect. way you should be having the Bears do slipping slides on you. Malik, who do you got? <laughs> like, why? Like, 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 in what world is KC only two and a half points better than the San Francisco 49ers? Like, like what on what planet is KC only two and a half points better than the better than San Francisco? After watching what San Francisco has done over the last couple of weeks and Jimmy G and his whole situation. Where does Vegas come off disrespecting the Kansas City Chiefs and and only giving them two, only only uh, making them two and a half? Even though Kansas City lost last week to Buffalo, even though they lost last week to Buffalo, um, they were ahead most of that game. Um, <clears throat> I think this two and a half points is just disrespectful to to the Chiefs personally. Um, San Francisco is not Buffalo. San Francisco is not. No, they're not. They're not. So Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City is 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 not losing this game. If you think KC is going to win this game, they're going to win this by more than two and a half points. Like that's just that's just plain and simple. Like I I don't see a reason why we would pick this game. I'm picking KC, and this 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 spread just is disrespectful to me enough. I'm taking them as my fourth lock. Like this is I'm locking them in because this is just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Like this doesn't make any damn sense. KC's got a good defense. They can score. They can score points. San Francisco's not a bad team. I'm not oh, saying that they're a bad oh. team, but they played. They haven't played great. At all, this number just doesn't make any sense. If this was a neutral, if this was a neutral field, KC should be KC should be a six point favorite. If this was in England, if this, right. if this game was played in London, it'd be KC's a, KC's a six point favorite. Um, I don't know what all. I don't. It's a week to week league. I I get it, but the Niners were playing pretty good prior to running into a Falcons team that like everybody underrated. I mean, the Falcons are well coached. I, I said that, and they're they're truly a tough team and they got um taken lightly by the Niners and they were on the road and Atlanta is a hard place to win in this dome environment but anyway the Chiefs do not have a good defense they have like two two players on their defense worth respecting and and Jones and Clark and the rest of their defense is is Perry is uh cherry picking because they play from ahead most of the time their offense is what you need to stop if you can stop Patrick Mahomes and force him to create turnovers and make mistakes. And if somebody can actually keep track of Travis Kelsey, you can beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost to the Bills. The Chiefs should have lost to the Chargers on Sunday night. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know who it was they played, but they were down big against another against the Raiders. And they should have lost that game if Josh McDaniel could coach worth a damn. Don't overestimate the Chiefs. They are the most shallow, hollow contenders 
there is in all of the NFL. They are suspect to the haymaker. You land it, play some defense. I think Mike Shanahan's an excellent coach with what he gets out of a Frisco team that doesn't have a great quarterback with a big arm, that has a wide receiver that pretty much does everything for them. They have a good defense um, that, that has a good front line. They have a good secondary. They, I like the Niners in this game to win, to win this game and give Kansas City their third loss of the season, whatever the spread might do. I picked the Niners to win in Frisco in the late game. Hard to wow. play in San Francisco. It's always been hard to play and win in San Francisco. And Shanahan, they will run all over the Chiefs. They will run all over the Chiefs. Debo Samuel will eat. That's that's well, my, that's what I I'll, I'll agree with you that Mike Shanahan is a great coach. Kyle can kiss my ass. That's it. <laughs> Kyle's, actually <laughs> Kyle's actually the coach of the San Francisco 49ers, not Mike. Mike is Mike is retired. Oh, I said so Mike. retired. Yeah, that's his dad. Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shanahan is an act. That whole family, Mike and Kyle, they can coach. Kyle is an excellent coach. Well, Kyle better coach. He, coach, he offensively coached the Falcons to a Super Bowl, even though they choked it away. Matt Ryan's washed up ass. And he got the Niners, as currently constructed, pretty much to a Super Bowl. And that team is competitive no matter who's been a quarterback for them. That Kyle team is terrible. They lost to the Bears. They're the oh, number one defense in the league. In the they rain in the first records. game of the season. The, it anything still counts, can happen right? in week one that and still two. Counts? You're, very, you're very, very true, but anything can happen in week one and, and two. And when Mahomes comes in and he does his Jordan, you know, Jordan thing, starts throwing behind-the-back passes on him. I like the Niners and Frisco to win that game. I do. So Lavon, if you had insider. a lock, this would be a lock. I mean, the Chiefs. Yeah, Inside give me a lock. The Chiefs. The Chiefs almost lost to the Raiders. I watched almost all of their games. The Raiders had them beat. They sat there and choked it away because they're poorly coached. The Chargers had them beat, and the refs. The refs bailed them out with a really bad call that uh, I think pushed the Chargers back when they should have gotten at least a field goal or a touchdown on a drive, turned the game around, and then they lost to the Buffalo Bills like they should have in Kansas City. No, that team is not. That's just an offensive team. Hold Travis Kelsey, score some points, and hold Kelsey. Who else is he throwing it to? Juju, uh, Nicole Hardman. Who else is? Who else is he throwing it to? Stop it! You're the guy Stop that's just on my bench right now. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is not catching first downs and touchdowns. That team is very beatable. I'll take my chances with Juju, and they should be two and two. Right now, instead of four and uh, wait, wait, two and well, three and two, it should be at least three and two. I don't like the Chiefs. All right, I don't like the Chiefs. <laughs> next up, we got the game of the week on CBS. We got Seattle at the LA Chargers. Seattle is getting five and a half points at in LA, which means the Chargers have to win by six points, and the over under is the highest of the week at 51 because they expect no defense to be played in this one. On that note, I'm going to be taking the Chargers. I think they're going to beat the breaks off of Seattle. I think they're going to put up a bunch of points and just completely outscore them and overwhelm them. Expect this to be a shootout. I'm expecting this game to be somewhere around like 45 to 35, and I'm going to take the Chargers on this one. Um, they have a great offense. they got a great running game, and Seattle has a rookie running back, and I don't expect a lot of Kenneth Walker this week. Even though the Chargers' run defense isn't that great, I think they should be able to stop them, and I think it might be nervous in the big game in L.A. This may actually be for the NFC West division because if they keep winning like this, Seattle will actually be in the lead, which is still kind of shocking to me, even though Arizona is winning that game right now against the Orleans. Um, and 
Who do you got? You said it right there. The quite Chargers giving up the quite a lot of running game, right? That's what Kenneth Walker's gonna do. And Geno Smith is quite is having a renaissance right now in Seattle. They come they I see them oh, coming into the Chargers, Aaron. you know. I'm, I'm taking Aaron Herbert, Eckler, Mike Williams, um, Keenan Allen's coming back. I'm taking the Chargers, not Seattle. I don't I think yeah. Seattle will score, but Seattle can't stop nobody from scoring. They're gonna give up like five, six touchdowns. It's gonna be insane. But this is going to be a high-scoring game of the week. Yeah, that's nice. It's like you picking the Chargers, but you know, people came to see my picks. My, I'm picking Seattle oh, on this one. Oh. I'm picking the under on this one because there's no way they're going to get 51 and a half in the over, in the over and under. I'm going with Seattle on this one in Geno Smith's um, resurgence. He's having a renaissance year right now. Give me Seattle in the under. All right, Levon, who do you got? Um, Ace is right. This is a hard game to call. Seattle is is notoriously a home team, and they're on the road. Uh, the Chargers might be the most underachieving team in all of football with the team they can – yeah, Jackson is underwhelming right now. Derwin James is probably their best defensive player. I haven't heard anything about Khalil Mack. I think, like I said, Keenan Allen coming back. When, people, when players come back from injury the first couple of games, they are not themselves. They need him, um, but they still have – what's his name? Eckler, the running back. And um, the Williams kid, I don't think it'll be super high scoring because I don't really believe in Geno Smith as much as everybody else says. I just I can't. It's a tough game to pick. Um, I don't think it'll be high scoring. Um, I don't understand the rest of the whole points thing, but I'll take the Chargers because they're the home team. Chargers got to win by six points. That's all. They got to win by a touchdown or two field goals or more. Then they won't win by six. It'll be close. This will be a close football game. Both teams are pretty much at the same point in the season, inconsistent, and the Chargers are at home. So I think they win, but not by more than a touchdown. I think it's another four, four or five points. All right, Malik, who you got? Six games into the season, <clears throat> and there are three quarterbacks in the NFL with a higher, higher, higher than 100 uh, quarterback rating in the NFL. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Geno fucking Smith. M V to the motherfucking P. Okay. You gotta Gino be Geno Smith. Geno Smith. I'm doing it again. Week two of me talking about this kid. Geno Smith, 32 years old, resurgence, having a career, having, having a career year, MVP. Pete Carroll was right. Russell Wilson, you uh, trash. Geno Smith is the man. Anyway, Geno Smith won't be I starting said, for this I team say, I, by look, week I, ten. I'm, I'm, I'm having, I'm having, I'm having fun. And then nobody's, nobody's benching. They're not, they're not benching Geno Smith for Drew Locke. It's not happening. Gino they Smith are playing. They'll Gino Smith is Gino, playing this as soon as Geno Smith throws three interceptions in one game, and it's coming. Geno Smith is playing this entire season. He's not making, he's not making All mistakes. Right. Touchdown to interception okay. ratio is high. He's got right he's now. Got, he's got a low touchdown to interception ratio. One of the lowest in the league. He's doing his thing. I'm not. Look, I'm. 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 I'm not. I'm not saying that Geno Smith is. Uh, is. Is, is oh. great. But uh, he's doing his thing. Anyhow. Anyhow. Um, the Chargers mm. are extremely. Levon's right. Chargers are extremely disappointing. Um, they should be much better than they are. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no reason that they. There's no reason really to, to to depend on them. Like the fact that they couldn't score, they couldn't. Um, <clears throat> they couldn't score against Denver. Denver has a very good defense. You're right. You're right, Ace. But they couldn't score against Denver. And that was uh, really tough to watch. So um, 
that game was really tough to watch and it wasn't supposed to be. They were supposed to score some points in that game. I don't think these, I think that both of these teams play it tight. Seattle's covered, I think, uh, four of the six games thus far this season. So I'm going to take Seattle to cover. I like the points here um, and I like this game to get up over the number. So I'm going to take Seattle in the over. I don't think Seattle wins, but I think I think Seattle in the over um, makes sense in terms of uh, you think Seattle's going to cover. Right I got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, did Ant go? I think Ant win, right? Yeah, I don't remember. No, I think he did. He said no, he was saying he nobody wants to hear hear my picks. They want to hear his picks, what he had to say. That's no, I don't think I did go. Okay. Yeah, he I did. Think you went yeah, and I, I, I went. I picked I pick Seattle. He picked oh. Seattle. I picked the Chargers. I picked, I picked I'm the only one who picked the Chargers to win by a lot. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, everybody else took Seattle. So once again, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be my big win this week. Um Pittsburgh at Miami. Miami is getting seven points at home. Um, home underdogs have basically covered every single game. Like 60% of the games, they have won outright. And then on top of that, they have covered these games. Two is coming back. Pittsburgh's in trouble. Mike Tomlin's going to have a losing record this year. Sorry, my guy. But you, the fact that you had to go back to Mitchell Trubisky is not a good sign. Um, give well, me the Dolphins. Hurt. I don't care. Give me the Dolphins. I, I, I'd go to my third string. Give me the Dolphins. <laughs> Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. They're going to blow the brakes off of Pittsburgh. Um, they're getting seven points at home. I still don't understand how that's working. Over under 44 and a half. Take the over. And, uh, yeah, hammer this game. Lock this in for me. I think it's my fourth lock of the week. Here you go. Yeah, I start locking them in. But, hey, so I, I don't know what you're doing there. What? I don't know why you're picking the Dolphins for. Oh, Kansas City. Malik, you missed my Kansas City lock. But Miami's my fourth lock of the week. I know what I'm doing. Miami's going to win this game. I don't know about that. Tua should been gone for the whole year. Uh, give, me, give me Pittsburgh on this. There's no way me, that Mike Thomas is going to. What medical school did you go to again? Medical, <laughs> the medical school is. I'm not going to be playing. I'm not playing if if my fingers all twisted up and stuff like that. There's no reason this player should be playing this year. Mm. Anyway, give me Pittsburgh. Give me the under in this one, and let's all move right. it on. All right, Malik. Who do you got? Pittsburgh and Miami Sunday night, eight o'clock. Which means you should be in sleep by nine. Um, <laughs> so, like, I knew it was coming. This game is going to be boring. Uh, it's not going to end. It's not. It's just not fun. These teams don't even have interesting colors. Like they wow. just don't. Nothing interesting about this team at all. The Dolphins have a nice two, jersey. I gotta give them that. Yeah, that's Two is coming back, and that's cool. That's nice. That's all. That's all well and good. Uh, and it's probably right. He probably shouldn't be playing anymore. He probably should have quit football entirely after that hit. Um, but he's playing, and and uh, you know he wants to be out there, and you know, and, uh, and secure generational wealth for him and his family. And I can't, I can't, I can't knock him for that. Um, if and if the doctors say he's clear to go, then let then let him go. Um, Miami should win this game. Uh, I don't like the seven, so I'm going to take Pitt to cover. Um, but Miami should win this game outright. They're at home, and um, you know they should find a way to to, to take. They care still of got Tyreek Hill, right? He's still healthy. They still got Tyreek Hill. So Waddle. Waddle. They're still the better team. They're still the better. They're expected team. to I trade mean, Mike Gusecki, so that's good news. That, mm. yeah, because, because he can't because do the gritty. He keeps fucking up that. Gritty. <laughs> he keeps fucking so up the gritty. It's so bad. I think um, that's he's good. My I... community in Carroll Gardens like we got to get him up out of the paint. He's wow. disrespecting us with his gritty. He got to go. Yeah. The only the only game the only game that I expect to be you know less intrigued by this week is the game that we're getting ready to talk about. But, um, <laughs> the <football game. laughs> this, 
this game, um, this game is probably gonna just 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 be really, really hard to watch. I'll take I'll take Miami. I don't like this game at all. I'm not I'm not locking this in. I'll just take Miami to cover to to cover the seven just because I don't see Pitt scoring any points here if they can't. Levon. If, if, if uh if Trubisky's still the quarterback, so leave on. Um, you got? I got you. I mean, Miami. Miami. Yeah, this is um when it's early in the season, it's hard to call games like this. I I don't know why Pittsburgh is as bad as they are. Their coach is sound. He's got a proven track record. I don't know much about their team to to clearly state what's wrong. It's got to be an O line thing because they've got talent. On the outside, uh, Pickett did well in preseason. Trubisky's not terrible, but they just got off to a really bad start. Miami is going to let Tua start, and they shouldn't. He's not ready, not after what we saw coming off of that. He He's going to take a back seat. I think they'll run the ball. Um, their coach was the uh, brains behind the running game in San Francisco for all those years. So I think it'll be a heavy dose of the running game. Miami's at home. Uh, I will take the Dolphins to win this game as well. Um, low scoring affair, not very interesting, but they'll win. Betty by by nine, like Malik said. <laughs> I will not be in bed by nine, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, I'll be watching on, what's the name, House of the Dragon. That's right. <laughs> so the... you can cut out of this game early and catch House <laughs> of the Dragon on time on HBO. Season finale, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in yeah. Southern Miami and you just want to watch Tua just go and roast the Steelers. Uh, next up, we have my favorite game of the week. Monday uh, Night Football with the Manning uh, Cast. I will be tuning in. I couldn't get tickets to this game because it's sold out because it's so exciting here in New England. Um, I may go on tailgate just outside. Who knows? It is the Chicago Bears at the Patriots. The Bears are getting eight points. The over-under is 39.5, which is not the lowest of the week this week. I guess they expect the Bears to be a little bit better. Mm. Bill Belichick talked for eight straight minutes about how good of a football team the Bears were. A lot of people are saying that's the poison pill. <laughs> I know that's a poison pill. That's a I, didn't, I didn't tune in to do this podcast to do this. <laughs> I'm no, sorry don't don't give me all this hate. No, I'm telling you the truth. That's the whoop-ass right there. I'm in, I'm... Mute. <laughs> The Chicago Bears will not only cover the eight points, they will win this game. They will come in oh and they will stun God. New England like it's Super Bowl <laughs> 20 all over again, which is the largest victory in Super Bowl history, 46 to 10, Bears over the Pats. Um, this game will be close to that. The, the New England only has a running game. They don't have much of a passing game. They're actually thinking about trading Kendrick Bourne. Um, their best receiver is Nelson Aguilar, who couldn't cut it with the Eagles, which doesn't bode well for them. Chicago Bears can't really throw, but it's good because the New England Patriots can't cover. Um, they can run the ball. Both teams will run the ball well, and the Bears have the best defense player on the field in Roquan Smith, and they got a little bit of a pass rush. They actually have more sacks on the season than New England, which is kind of shocking to me considering New England has a winning record. The Bears should have won last week against Washington, but they didn't. This week they can actually not tie it because they're two and four, but they can get back to three wins. Chicago's probably going to win six games this year, and I believe in Justin Fields. Black QBs matter. Okay. LaVon, you can go next. Lock in Chicago Bears plus eight. My final lock of the week. I'll let you go ahead with that. Respect to the (laughs) – respect to the favoritism. That's all – that's the fan in you. 
Uh, Chicago is not playing well. They have no identity. They don't know what they're doing. They're anemic offensively, and they're probably going to have to – not probably. They're going to play against the greatest football mind and coach uh, that we've we've known in Bill Belichick. And he's a defensive coach, and he destroys quarterbacks who don't know what they're doing and don't have an identity. Uh I don't know what else to say. Bailey Zappi or, or or Mac Jones? Who is it in this game? Bailey Zappi is expected to start. Mac Bailey Zappi is Cooper Rush. He's undefeated. I think he's two and zero. He won't make mistakes. He won't put the ball in harm's way. They'll do it. They'll they'll run the ball. I mean, it's it's not looking good, Ace. But you have uh, you have the, my sympathies. I've got the Patriots in this one. Whatever the spread says, whatever the cover is, the Patriots. Go ahead, Ace. Dang, Ace just pardoned the interruption me, y'all. Just to let y'all know out there, Ace pardoned the interruption me and muted me in the middle of my rant. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yes. <laughs> yes, around the horn, my phone, not pardoned the interruption. Around the horn me. He just muted me right there. But anyway, yeah, yes, Ace, that is the poison pill, just to let you know. I, I lived it as a Jets fan in the AFC East. Anytime Billy Belichick's could start giving glowing praises. If you start naming individuals, watch out because they're gonna get locked up. Locked up. I didn't I see the press conference. If you saw individual names being named, they're getting taken out the game. Don't even start them in fantasy football if they even talk about it. But as far as this game is concerned, New England's gonna quite. It shows a thirty-nine and a half. This is definitely gonna be an over in that one. Give me New England. Give me Bailey Zappi. Give me the lock. This is my final lock of the week because this is gonna be an ass whooping. On Monday night, <laughs> it's going to be an ass whooping. <laughs> you thought San Donald had it bad? The disrespect. No, it's not going to be disrespect. You will see, I'm seeing Ghosts Part 2. It's over. All right. Malik, Lock it down. you got? <laughs> well, look, the, the, the one thing that I will say, I mean, remember when we talked earlier about the uh, about the fact that like the, the Chicago Bears could surprise the Patriots. And here's the reason why. We said that the New England Patriots they could um, show up and surprise them. We, we 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 said that the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, they take away one-dimensional teams, they take away what you do best. Well, Chicago doesn't do anything good. So Don't therefore, <laughs> therefore, the Patriots, the Patriots have probably had a very relaxing week of not preparing <laughs> for anybody at all. Bill Belichick has been spending the entire week just learning the names of the Chicago Bears players, and that's uh, why he went on. That's why he went on his eight-minute rant because this was his only way of remembering them. Because he's not going to remember them after this. Wow. Week. New England, New England, <laughs> New England can New England can sleepwalk into this into this victory. Yeah. Justin Fields, Justin Fields, I, you know, he's I feel trouble. for the I feel for the guy. He's in trouble. He's he's, he's got the guy's got like two seconds to throw the ball before he gets sacked or he runs or he or he runs away. Like he's he's literally, you know, um, New England's going to take his lunch and uh, and pretty much just uh, just just manhandle him. Just tell him like, look, you, you don't belong here, kid. Go back to Ohio State. Uh, go back go back to college where it was nice. Um, you, you you don't belong you don't belong in the field with us. Uh, Matt Eberflus, Matt Eberflus, you're a, you're a defensive court you're a defensive coach. There's a reason why Matt Eberflus was hired. Um, he was hired because he was a defensive coach, and Chicago's defense is actually not that bad. But it doesn't matter because they can't score any points. So, um, 
New England, look, and New England was able to, and, I, and I, as much as I talk about the Lions and and down and down downplay the Lions, the Lions were the number one offensive football when they walked into New England, and they scored nothing. I think Chicago will score a point. I do believe that Chicago <laughs> will score a point, and I do have I do have the faith in them to score a point. I don't have the faith in them to score enough points to cover the eight. So New England, I'll take New England. I'll take the under, and I'm locking this in as my fifth lock of the week. So uh, yeah, you're lone wolfing this one too, Ace. I hope Thanks you enjoy for that this strong vote of confidence. I hope you enjoy this game because I'm just I'm gonna find whatever NBA game is on TV. I might watch I might watch old episodes. Of oh, oh, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch this the game. Entirely. game. I'm going to point this out. New England has the 13th best defense overall in total yards. Chicago has the 16th best. Um, Right now, Justin Fields is averaging the longest yards per attempt, 13 in the NFL of any quarterback. So when he does complete a pass, that means it's a very long touchdown pass. He only throws eight. He only throws like on average, like 21 passes a game. So that's yeah. kind of a problem. I think he's got the fewest pass attempts per... But, but you said Trubisky. We're talking about Justin Fields. Get get it together. All right, no, Grandpa? Fields Wake up. Has, Take Fields a shot of coffee. Fields Join has the, the fewest pass, passes attempted in the NFL, I think. Of all the that is correct. Yeah. But I think they're going to throw more to the running backs. They got two really good running backs. Um, New England still stuck with Justin Fields because the last guy was hurt. And the Bears are just going to focus well, on the run and make him throw the ball. And if they're smart, that's what they'll what? do. Yeah, they're going to focus on the run and make them throw the ball. If you oh, make was... New England throw, they will lose mm-hmm. this game. They will get the brakes beat off them. Oh, and that's what Chicago should do. Load up the box and say, Everybody go ahead, there, throw the ball on us. Pick up Bailey Zappi and start him. Pick up Bailey Zappi and start him just because of that economy. Good luck. When this when <laughs> this game is over, Justin Fields will, will be trying to figure out if he has any college eligibility left. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking of college, I'm going to give my quick picks real quick. You got Temple University getting 12 and a half against Tulsa. Take Temple. They are now starting. Um, they're still starting the son of um, NFL legend Kurt Warner, EJ Warner. Syracuse, number 18 in the country, is going down to Clemson, number four in the country. Syracuse is getting 13 points. I think Syracuse actually wins this game outright. They have the 40th best offense in the country. And Clemson's defense is actually not that good. DJ Ongole is pretty good. He came up big in some big moments. But I think Syracuse is going to shock everybody and win this game. Kansas, who was undefeated for the first five weeks of the season for the first time since 2009. And both of those teams are 7-0. and This is the first time it's been a 7-0, and two-seam 7-0 and week eight in Clemson in the history of Clemson football. Kansas started off 5-0, and is getting eight and a half points against 3-3 three and three Baylor. Baylor's having a pretty bad year for winning the Big 12 last year. So I'm taking Kansas on this one. They're not at home, but I think they can go down to Waco and win. Cincinnati Bearcats, who were in the CFP last year, are going on the road and they're getting three points against another mediocre American Conference team. They are not good. They will not win. Cincinnati's going to win. Expect them to be represented from the group of five conferences because they're the best team still, even without all of those players that they graduated. The University of Buffalo is hosting Toledo, and they're going to get seven and a half points against Toledo. Both of these teams are undefeated in conference. A lot of people are picking Toledo because Jason Candle is a good coach, and they have a Daquan Finn who has who's leading the team in rushing and receiving. A great young quarterback, actually. But um, Buffalo has a really good defense, and Toledo has no defense. This is a team that gave up 77 points to Ohio State. So I have no faith in them. I know we're not Ohio State, but the University of Buffalo is leading the MAC conference in passing yards. And the fact that they can do that shows real well that they'll be able to win at home. And it's a very windy stadium. 
and it's a one o'clock kickoff on ESPN Plus if you want to check that out. Liberty is playing BYU in the Holy War, two most religious schools in the country. Liberty is getting four and a half points and they are at home. The Mormons versus the Evangelicals. I'm going with the Evangelicals. Give me Liberty. And last and definitely not least, we got Tulane in Maryland. Tulane is six and one and the only other ranked team in the American Conference. Shout out to New Orleans. Tulane's playing some other mid um American no, not they're playing some other mid American conference team. And then after that, we have the University of Maryland, who has surprised us this year. And uh, is actually doing pretty well in the Big 12. They've been playing pretty crap the first couple of years they've been there. But I got to give them some credit. They're actually not that bad this year. I believe they're 5-2. and two. And they did lose, obviously, to Clemson. But Clemson is expected to win the conference. Maryland's playing. Who's Maryland playing? Oh, I went to the ACC looking for their game. Maryland's going to be playing... Northwestern, who was one and five on the season. Um, they're a very good school academically, but terrible in football this year. The only team they beat was Nebraska. They fired their coach already. And the only reason why they haven't fired Pat Fitzgerald is because they've been there for nine years and they don't want to lose him to the pros. And he actually got this team to the Rose Bowl. And Malik, who do you got in your LSU Ole Miss game? LSU's getting three points at home. Yeah, no, they're getting three points at home. I'm taking LSU. Um, they're actually playing good football. I mean, surprisingly, I didn't expect them to do good until yeah, probably another two years. Um, I figured they would need at least another, I figured that they would need at least another year of recruitment, um, to, to show any, any real improvement. Um, but they, they, they actually have, they've actually shown some, some market improvement. Uh, the victories that they have had thus thus far this year have been, you know, pretty impressive, and they probably should be five and one. They're they're four and two right now. Um, I'm sorry, they're they're five and two. Um, <clears throat> they should probably should be six and one, and uh, and be be tied with Alabama with as as the only as a, as a one loss team in the conference. But they're four, but they're five and two. And they're playing they're playing well. So I'm going to take LSU to continue to to play well and 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 cover and cover the three. Um, I'll take I'll take that and mm-hmm. I will take the over in that game because uh, I think the score gets up pretty high. I want I uh, see it works out better if LSU loses this game for the college football playoff because if Mississippi can somehow beat Alabama, but then lose an SEC title game then it's still possible that no team from the SEC can actually go. And ten- oh, no, only Tennessee will end up going to the see a college football playoff. But after they beat Alabama and carried the uh, goalpost off the field and threw it into the river, which is my favorite antidote to the league. And also all the Alabama fans who think that the refs were celebrating when they were uh, when they were showing that they were scoring touchdowns for Tennessee because the guy had a little bit of a fist when he was putting his hands down, which is kind of the craziest thing I heard. And the goalposts weren't regulation which is why the fans took it and threw it in the river so that they couldn't be checked by the NCAA. That might have been the craziest thing I heard all week. But I guess in the SEC, it just means more than um, Anthony, are you going to be checking out the UTSA game? They're going to be playing North Texas at home. to be 30 kickoff. Are you going to be going down to that? No? Oh, no, sorry. I got, got some plans. I got to check out, you know, can't make it. Going apple picking in San Antonio? I didn't know that was a thing down there. Yeah, they got apple picking, pumpkin pie picking. So, you know, I got to get that done, you know. Pumpkin pie picking, that's, that's a new one. Right. Yeah. Well, UTSA is five and two, and they're actually still in the lead in the West. So, shout out to them. LaVon, are your, uh, who, your vaunted uh, Michigan Wolverines are on uh, bye this week, but are there any games that you were checking out? I thought you were going to ask me about Georgia Tech or UGA or Georgia State. 
But well, Georgia State we, played yesterday. Georgia Tech is oh, on right now. I have and no PGA idea. is on a bye game this week. See, there you go. So <laughs> I know exactly nothing about any of that. But but I wait. Yeah, you, you follow I'm Georgia in college though? football country, huh? You follow Georgia. I work with a bunch of Bulldog fans, and they are the defending national champs. So I hear a lot about them, but I, I have no idea who's on that team. Except for um the kid, his name is Carter Stetson, or something Stetson like that. Bennett. Whoever it is. The um, quarterback who sounds like he works at a law firm. Yeah. No, but I'm not good. I'm not watching or attending any of those games. Well, no, you're so. definitely not attending those games. Those tickets are going sky high. No, actually, one of my coworkers, game. her son is actually he works for the Bulldogs. He could get me tickets to any game. He's actually like a uh He's the uh, he's either physical therapist or personal trainer with the team, travels with the team and everything. Well, you might want to go to the game next week because they're definitely going to beat up on Florida. If you ever want tickets to the game, I could kept seriously. I think I might be going to the Georgia Florida game next week, folks. You want to go to Athens? Let me know. It might cost you a little something, something, but we'll talk. Oh, oh, now all of a sudden, you see, yesterday's price is not today's price. That is what it is. Those are our quick picks in college football, and next up. We are going to our shout-outs. Ant, I know you got a shout-out for us this week. Well, I've got a couple of shout-outs. I'm just going to give a, a quick shout-out to Dwayne and Rock Johnson. You know, DC universe, the D.C. universe is falling down, and he's going to make it even worse. I already heard about the critics already talking bad about Black Adam. And any movie that he stars in, he's basically himself. Now he's going to be himself flying around, smacking everybody around, talking about that he's going to beat up Superman. So we're going to see that. So put that to the side. Back to sports. I'm gonna give a shot. I'm not gonna talk about nothing else um related, you know, about you know about the Jets or whatever like that. I'm gonna keep that to the side. The only thing I want to talk about is one thing. Shout out to J- um, Daniel Jeremiah. He's the only one that has not jumped on the Jets bandwagon this week. After weeks and weeks of everybody kept on picking against the Jets, he's the only one that's standing firm. So shout outs to him. Can't wait to see him next week, Monday. Moving on. LeVon, oh, yeah, I oh. almost forgot one more thing. Sorry about that. Shout out to Christoph Brzezinkis. Sooner or later, he's going to get back on the show. We got to book him. Don't worry about it. We're going to get him back on. We was trying to get him on that all last year, but, you know, when NBA, quite a little bit deeper in the NBA, we're going to try to get him on. Hopefully, schedules don't conflict. Shout out to him. Moving good on. Knee, good old kneecaps. Go ahead, LeVar. Who do you got shout outs for? Um, We're not prepared. I don't, I don't have any shout outs. I don't know. You, I'm shouting. You don't out. want to. Sh- you don't want to shout out your Giants for just being good. No, I mean we've already talked football. If I want to shout out a pro team, shout out RJ Barrett. RJ, you didn't show up last night. Very disappointed, and I've been bigging you up, defending you, all off season, fighting off the Donovan Mitchell trade talks, standing alone on this island, RJ Barrett Island. I need you to come up big. Prove me right. I believe in you, RJ. Shout out to RJ Barrett. And shout out to The Walking Dead. I finally caught up on the season after being uh, on vacation in Europe for the past two weeks. They finally killed Pamela Milton's son. Very happy to see that. I know this isn't a uh, fantasy podcast, but I do watch The Walking Dead even after more than a decade of my life having watched this television show. Um, It still never ceases to amaze me that people still are somehow surprised when the walkers are coming in. They can't just seem to outrun them. It's been over a decade in this universe. People just can't keep tripping over their own two feet, I guess. I, I guess the ability to run from walkers is uh, advanced 
some kind of advanced, enhanced ability that only certain people have on the television show. Nobody has any juke moves for them, no stiff arms, no nothing. Once they get on you, you're a goner, I guess, apparently, if you're just one of these characters that they got to kill off in a very easy way. Um, I just want to see how the show ends. I've literally been watching the show since I was 28. This is how long the show's been on. I am now 42 years old. That's amazing. Yeah, it's insane. And God damn it, the Yankees lost. Mm, yes, I they was going to shout them out if they won. They freaking lost. They disappointed me again. And mm. uh, shout out to the Chicago Bears for committing to never having a good receiver. Um, I'd like to point out, I looked up who their leading receiver of all time was. It's two dudes from the 60s. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is third, and Walter Payton is fourth. Okay? <laughs> Walter Payton is fourth with 4,500 receiving yards. I'd like to say that again. 4,500 receiving yards. <laughs> so, this team wow. has existed it's since so 1921. <laughs> 1920. It's been 102 years, 102 seasons. The forward pass was invented oh somewhere around the 1930s. And they have yet to draft someone <laughs> who has recorded more than 6,000 yards receiving as a Chicago uh, man. Not even Willie Galt? Not even Willie Galt. He wasn't there long enough. And oh if he was, they didn't catch enough passes because they wasn't talking what about the like What about the kids I got from New England in the offseason? <laughs> she was so happy to get. He's still hurt. <laughs> Listen, don't make me mute you. Let me get my shout-outs out. Okay. Um, I'm about to like round you. <laughs> I'm about to round the horn you again. All right. Don't get, don't get Woody paged out here. Thank you. The Bears are committed to never having a quality receiver, at least longer than four seasons. Brandon Marshall is like in the top 10, and I think he only played four years on the team, which says a lot about how good he is and how bad the Bears are at throwing the ball. So, Justin Fields, shout out to you for completing any touchdown passes. And when you bring home the win against the Wiggler this week, I will appreciate it. Shout out to my UB Bulls. I know y'all are going to win the conference this year, and you're going to roll Toledo. Go Bulls. Get Malik. All right. Um, great shout outs, guys. In the latest issue of shouting out <laughs> shouting out white people that do white people shit. Um <clears throat> shout out to drunk Jim Mersey for going on TV and 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 you know completely trashing Daniel Snyder. That was great. I was love I love to see it, and I especially love to see the fact that drunk Jim Mersey was guy. clearly sauced during the entire during, during all of those meetings. He always looks like and he and he told and he told all the other owners all the other NFL owners that he was going out there to speak and nobody stopped him. Why? Because you don't <laughs> stop the drunk guy from doing the drunk thing. You just mm. let him roll let him roll it out there and do it. He takes he, he takes the brunt of the uh the brunt of the attack there. Um Ooh. shout out to James Corden for being an absolute asshole uh to 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 uh, <laughs> restaurant tours and having to sp- having to speak on it and getting getting himself canceled because you know that's again white people doing white people rich white people things. Shout out to Drew Barrymore who recently admitted that she walks around naked in her apartment. See, this is the reason why you why you get blinds and you get curtains in your apartment, people. Um, because white people don't do that either. They walk around their houses naked, and they like, if you have a good if you have a good shot, TMZ is going to get a good shot of Drew Barrymore's naked ass somewhere um, very very soon. We're going to see some pictures. Uh, Drew Barrymore, start your OnlyFans account. You you'll have you'll have at least one um, <clears throat> at least one one follower on on that side of the house. Shout out to the prankster who uh, interrupted Herschel Walker's um, event 
and walked up on the stage and gave him condoms because you know <laughs> Herschel Walker <laughs> Herschel Walker is against all forms of contraception. And uh shout out to the comedian that walked up to Herschel Walker and gave him a bunch of blue condoms. Because that happened. Yes, that actually Yo. happened, people. It was great. And last but not least, I'm gonna shout out, I'm gonna shout out a black person who's talking about white people doing white people things. Shout out to Simone Biles, who went on who, who went on her Twitter page and uh condemned all the people who who are deciding this year that they want to dress up as Jeffrey fucking Dahmer for mm-hmm. Halloween because that's a thing, right? <laughs> because now we want to dress up, we want to mm-hmm. dress up like like you know, a murderous cannibalistic opie, because that's mm-hmm. what we want to dress up as for, for, for Halloween, right? Shout out to mm-hmm. her for condemning those people oh, because I, those people I, I are assholes. That. They're assholes Shout out of the Kanye highest, West. Of the highest no, we're not shouting that's, out Kanye that's West. That's my last one. That's no, my no, no, last hold on. one. I'm, I'm going to go. No, no, I'm going to go. Shout out to uh, Chuck for um, Charles Barkley, if everybody doesn't know. For um, Bleak posted this in the group talking about Draymond Green. Quote, yeah. he's like the guy in the boy band who's the least important member, and he thinks the crowd is cheering for him. Yes, that's great. that is you. That's a, yeah. great, he, that's a great, great quote. Yeah, he thinks he's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's some random dude in NSYNC we haven't heard of in years. <laughs> ain't been in a movie who's hosting some game show on like True TV or Game Show Network or something now. Meanwhile, every time he's like, when we getting the band back together? Yeah. Shout out to Charles Barkley for that. Everybody keeps talking about him. He doesn't have any rings. He has 13,000 rebounds. Charles Barkley has more rebounds than Patrick Ewing. He has more rebounds than Shaquille O'Neal. He has more rebounds than Dikembe Mutombo. And he has 25,000 points. And does he have more rebounds than yes. Draymond Green has points? Yes, he does. And he has more <laughs> points than Draymond Green has points. And more MVPs well, than obvious. Draymond Green's got MVPs. And more Olympic gold medals because he was on the 92 Dream Team. And Draymond was in college or not even born yet. But I would like to point out that Charles Barkley is definitely a better NBA player than Draymond Green ever was. And I think it's hilarious that Draymond Green thinks he can chirp at him because he won four rings. Ryan and not Steph Curry's coattails. But that is what it is. Um, that's a great one. No, my last my last shout out is not for Kanye West. My last shout out is actually for Nori, who got on to the um with the Hot ninety seven or one of the one of those networks and admitted that he was wrong for uh allowing Kanye West to do all the Kanye West things that he did on his Drink Champ show. Um, Nori said as a journalist he should be better at this. And while and while saying that and saying while saying that he actually completely demoralized the, the profession of journalism because he is not a journalist he is a podcast host who gets drunk who gets drunk and talks to his friends that's what he does um, Nori it's okay it's okay you can admit it you're not you're not you're not a journalist this was not journalistic uh, you know artistic expression or anything like that you didn't you didn't destroy your journalistic credentials because you didn't have them in the first place you shouldn't have had Kanye on 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 your on your show. Uh, spewing all the crap that he spewed, you let you let him talk because you let everybody talk, and uh, that this is that's kind of what you do on Drink Champ. So don't change, keep being who you are. Just stop letting Kanye West get on your show. Uh, that's it. I'm out. We are out, folks. I hope y'all enjoyed this one of our longer shows. Please like, subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podbean, and most importantly, Spotify. Um, Thank you. Shout out to our one sponsor, Viager. That's Viager.io, V-I-A-G-E-U-R.io. For all your travel needs, if you need to go there and book anything, look us up. They book uh, travel activities. We use them while I was in Europe. They are very useful. And I'd also like to please rate and subscribe. Shout out to all our listeners in Poland, Germany, Texas, California, everybody else around the country, and Canada. 
I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. We out. Just like how to say to out by the Cardinals. <laughs>